The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. It's 16 past eight. Time for us to go into a breath of fresh air. And this is where we look at the kind of things young people are doing, what they think about the world, what they think about South Africa and the difference that they are making. And uh, certainly today we've been talking about citizen involvement, individuals who get involved in civil society, who are making a difference to our world. He's 18 years old. His name is Geronimo de Klerk, and he started something called the Feed the Future Food Gardens. And he started it, which is part of uh, feeding schemes and soup kitchens, in an area where he lives in Alsi's River. He's on the line with us right now. Geronimo de Klerk, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, good morning, and thank you very much uh, for having me. So, first of all, I have to ask you, what made you decide to start the Feed the Future Food Gardens? Um, well, I think I, I, I hear that question a lot, and uh, definitely I would say um, because um, garden, gardening brings hope back within the community, food growing brings uh, hope back within our people, and I think one of the things that our people has been struggling on a daily basis is, of course, hunger, and food and food security is quite important. So that is why we want to promote the sustainability within our community and also to make sure we promote the food, food security, education around it, and also make sure that we can um, feed them with the food that's grown in our garden. Not by feeding them only, but by educating them and also promoting education and bringing hope back into our community. That is why we as Feed the Future uh, for Livestock and Community. Geronimo, did you um, start this whilst you were still at school? Um, no. No. So I was, I was, uh, I left school at, at grade ten. Yeah. Um, and and immediately after I left school, we started with different non-profit organizations. Um, and a year after that, um, a year and a half after that, we founded Feed the Future for Life, and uh, we successfully registered in December. Um, that is why we have at this moment a fully registered non-profit organization under the Department of Social Development. So I have to ask you, you left in um, grade 10. And what intrigues me is that you just forged forward on this particular project. Is it something that you have a passion for, growing things? Or was it just, okay, I'm going to find something that works for me? I mean, um, the community is where my heart is. And I always wanted to do community development. And I think one of the key things in the community is to develop our community, develop our youth. And that is why I had uh, the vision of starting a non-profit organization. I mean, all these years, and after after I dropped out, I um, took my vision and made it happen, of course. And of course, it's through uh, the Almighty, of course. And that is why I'm so very grateful for, for, for how God about it make sure that Okay, Geronimo, you, you seem to be disappearing. The line is very bad. Can I ask you to speak right into the telephone? Okay, I am. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, much better, much better. Okay, no problem. <laughs> so sorry for so sorry for that. I'm so sorry for that. So I want to know what kind of um, foods are you growing in the food garden, and uh, who do you then sell it on or give it on? Whatever the the process is, who do you get it on to? What's your your um, your supply chain process. 
Okay, so um, the food that we are growing here in all our food gardens is definitely the food that people will use on a daily basis or what people can do something with. Of course, the cabbages, it's broccoli, it's cauliflower, it's potatoes, it's tomatoes, and of course, beans, and then we have green peppers, and then we have kale, and then we have radish. Those are the kind of vegetables <laughs> that we are growing in our food gardens. And um, in our food garden at school, we take all the vegetables and straight into the feeding scheme. And the food garden in our communities, we also take it to the feeding scheme. So uh, most of our food is going to the feeding scheme. We also launched uh, and put ourselves on, a, on, a, on an online platform um, where we sell vegetable boxes. And then we take a portion of each harvest and create the vegetable boxes to put it online. And then we, we, we sell it online. Then customers can go on our way.co and order um, vegetable boxes that we do deliveries or they can do a local pickup. So we don't supply at this moment for any supermarkets, any shops, etc. Mm. We only supply for feeding schemes, soup kitchens. Yes, and then only a portion, so maybe 5% of each harvest will definitely go to our online store. Okay, we have, to, we have to go to a, Blake, a break, Geronimo, but when we come back, uh, not only do you have green fingers, but it sounds like you have an extremely good business mind, and I'd like to find out a little bit more about that. Michelle Constant on SAFM. It's 8.23 and we are talking to our breath of fresh air before uh, we close off with him. Just to note that we're going to be finding out about groundwater monitoring in a short while. So listen up for that one. Geronimo de Klerk, however, is 18 years old. He started the Feed the Future food gardens, supplying food schemes, feeding schemes, soup kitchens in Elsie's River in the Western Cape. He started it in 2020 and has managed to create something which is completely self-sustaining. As I mentioned earlier, not only does he have green fingers, but Geronimo, it appears you also have a great business mind. What have you and who has supported you in creating this process and understanding, as you mentioned, the different supply chains, the business um, model in a way of what you have? Um, I think uh, personally, I would say uh, the intention uh, that supported me against all the whatever vision came straight from God. And secondly, um, I think there's an organization called Our Labs, um, yes. which they have an Co online store. So what they'll do is they'll upload all small businesses on the store, and then, when, and then you can um, um, operate on the website by yourself. And um, they also do it at a low fee, which is, of course, for free all time. But each time when someone orders something, um, then you will be able to then pay them. But it's also a platform that's online. And I think the the reason why we also started like uh, the business aspect as well, um, we are also registered as a PTY. So we have a non-profit organization and a PTY in the same huh. name. So the reason why we did that is that, however, once the PTY can sustain itself, then we will use the PTY, in other words, to um, fund our NPO because we want to see how the PTY can fund the NPO. And on the PTY sector, we also do various things like uh, maintenance in food gardens, creating food gardens for you. Um, and in the NPO, we do it all for free. But on the PTY side, if you want to support the NPO through the PTY, we can do it at a cost. But in the Jeez. NPO, we do it all for free. I have to tell you, Geronimo, I think this is one of the first times I've heard of a not-for-profit organization that has worked um, with that model. And I know, know of people 
people who are working with that model. And I have to say, well done. That is really very, very exciting that you are doing that. Tell us a little bit more about our labs as well. We have had them on a show a while back, but I know that they're doing such excellent work around economic empowerment and rethinking business in different ways. Okay, um, so thank you very much for that question. And I think our labs, one of the main things, or one of the things they always mention on their papers is that says making hope contagious. And that is definitely what they are doing in our communities, bringing back the hope, uh, promoting the hope back in our communities. And I think one of the key things they are doing is supporting organizations. Um, they have an online online platform, which is called Slato. So on yes. the online platform, which is called Slato, we have volunteers, all my volunteers in our gardens, um, Feed the Future volunteers volunteers in our gardens, they upload their work, volunteering work on the platform, and then Slato will then reward them with coupons such as electricity, airtime, surprise vouchers, online vouchers where you can buy at our own store and different other stores. So I think it's quite amazing what they are doing. And also you can learn more skills on the platform. And you can also uh, post your CV, of course, and post your skills on the platform, which is called Slato. And then our labs, I think that's very, very much amazing what they are doing in our communities. Um, that is why I can for sure say that they're really making hope. I love what they're doing. And I remember doing the interview about Zlato. And if I'm not mistaken, Zlato actually means money or something like that. It's a, I can't remember the exact details on that. It was a while back that we did the interview. Geronimo, I wish you all the best. Feed the Future Food Gardens. How do people get hold of you? Thank you very much. Um, if people want to get hold of us, they can also search for um, my name, Geronimo the Clerk, on uh, Google. Then Feed the Future's details will pop up. And or they can email us at feedthefutureforlife at gmail.com. Or they can also then phone me on 071-082-2782. That's the phone number of Feed the Future for Life. Um, and that is where people can get hold of us, either on Google, or either on phone, or either on our email. Thank Geronimo, you, Geronimo, you rock. Thanks so much for joining us, Geronimo de Klerk. And uh, if you want to contact him, easiest way, just contact him on his phone, 071-0822-782. So it's 071-0822-782. Feed the Future Food Gardens, doing excellent work in the Western Cape. And if you want to find out more about our labs as well, their website is rlabs.org. They're doing brilliant work around um, how you start to track uh, positive behavior, tracking positive behavior, incentivizing positive behavior, and much, much more. Check it out. We um, will definitely uh, do more about it. I think we chatted to Marlon Parker, if I remember correctly. He is probably one of the smartest guys in the Western Cape when it comes to things around technology and innovation and the like. It's 8.28.